This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 232. How to Stay Fit for Life, the official top 10 countdown, part two, by Ben Greenfield of bengreenfieldfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with author permission, of course. Now, today is a continuation from yesterday. Ben separated his top 10 countdown into two posts, and I read the first article on Monday's episode, so I'm reading part two today. If you're new here, definitely check out episode 231 first. For everyone else, let's jump right in and hear part two of Ben's post as we optimize your life. How to Stay Fit for Life, the official top 10 countdown, part two, by Ben Greenfield of bengreenfieldfitness.com. Number five, productivity. You're far more likely to stick to an exercise routine if you can somehow feel productive while you're doing it. I'm a huge proponent of multitasking during your fitness efforts. And one of the top ways that I do this is to turn each workout into a mini university session by listening to podcasts. Whether brushing up on investing or the latest science and political news or health commentaries, you'll rarely find me listening to hip hop while I work out. Some of my favorite podcasts that you can search for on iTunes include TED Talks, The Disciplined Investor, NPR Science Friday, and Radiolab. As an added bonus, if you don't listen to music while you exercise, the rare times that you actually do use it, such as during that last high-intensity interval of the day, will be highly motivating. Number four, grease the groove. I think I first came across the phrase grease the groove in a bodyweight workout book called The Naked Warrior. The book explained the concept of becoming more proficient at a movement by simply performing it repeatedly throughout the day. For example, somebody who wanted to be able to do 50 pull-ups in a row could put a pull-up bar over a door in their house or in the garage and go do two to five pull-ups every hour during the day. This concept works very well for fat loss too. For example, I grease my metabolism's groove by never allowing myself to sit for more than an hour without standing and doing something. In my case, typically 50 to 100 jumping jacks. Another example of this concept is that on a day during which you know a structured, longer workout will be impossible, you simply set a goal to do, for example, 100 push-ups and 200 squats. You can split them up however you want, such as by doing 10 push-ups and 20 squats an hour. But by the end of the day, you must have reached your goal. Number three, stand. In the article, Could Sitting All Day Be Killing You? A Pennington Biomedical Research Center PhD explains, quote, it can be as simple as standing more, end quote. For instance, a standing worker, say a sales clerk at a Banana Republic store, burns about 1,500 calories while on the job. A person behind a desk might expend roughly 1,000 calories. That goes a long way in explaining why people gain 16 pounds on average within eight months of starting sedentary office work, according to a study from the University of North Carolina at Wilmington. Standing activates lipoprotein lipase, one of the body's key fat-burning enzymes. While turning your desk into a standing treadmill workstation may not be practical for you, you can try one of my methods. Simply use a cabinet or tall desktop to bring your computer to eye level while you're working, if you have the luxury of adapting your workstation. Even if you can't do that, choose to stand whenever possible, at the doctor's office, waiting to renew your driver's license, mingling at a cocktail party, even when social expectations have placed a chair in front of you, there's usually no requirement that you have to sit in it. As a bonus, you'll strengthen your core and legs when you stand at every possible opportunity. Number two, T, 15 minutes. What time do you currently wake up? 
Take that time, set your alarm 15 minutes earlier, and begin to wake up at that new T15 minutes time. Not only do the most successful people on the planet begin their day with some form of meditation, prayer, yoga, devotional, or positive affirmation, but this can also be a perfect time to jumpstart your metabolism and your fitness. For example, upon waking, I grab my MP3 player, put in a devotional, and break into a series of yoga moves and calisthenics. Within 15 minutes, I have a light sweat, my brain is active, and my body is ready to tackle any tasks for the rest of the day. Compared to groggily stumbling outside to get the newspaper, slumping on the couch and checking email, or simply lying in bed an extra 15 minutes, this practice thoroughly enables you to be physically active for the rest of your day. Number one, shock the body. And so we come full circle. If you listen to tip number 10, you learn that being flexible with your positive habits and not being locked into an exercise routine is important. But you must take this even a step further and actually shock the body with constant introductions of new exercises and workouts. There is a principle in exercise called the SAID or SAID principle, which stands for Specific Adaptation to Imposed Demands. This principle states that the body will eventually adapt to the demands you place upon it, and you therefore must constantly introduce a new stress if you want to experience fitness gains. So to be fit for life, your twice-weekly treadmill amble must be mixed up with steep sprints on a Stairmaster or a random spin class. Your old standby weight machine circuit must be occasionally ditched for a month or two of free weights, kettlebells, TRX, or cable work. Your long, slow lunchtime swim must once in a while be sacrificed for an intense superset of rowing machine and elliptical trainer. You get the idea. Never get stuck in a rut. Choose moves that keep your body guessing. Throw curveballs at your muscles and shock your body. You just listened to the post titled How to Stay Fit for Life, the official top 10 countdown, part two, by Ben Greenfield of bengreenfieldfitness.com. Going back to tip number 10, I know when Ben mentioned flexibility that he was actually talking about being able to adapt your routines. When you don't have 60 minutes to work out, cut down the time to 10 minutes of high-intensity interval-style training, for example. But I also want to take this idea of flexibility more literally. What we're finding is, for those that really don't have that high level of cardiorespiratory fitness, they're just starting to get active. Incorporating a flexibility routine, like stretching, can actually help improve their cardiorespiratory fitness, believe it or not. So again, we're talking about folks who are really sedentary and are just starting to become more active but flexibility can actually get their heart pumping as well. And so incorporating stretching two to three times per week in the beginning using the large muscle groups can actually be really beneficial. And when it comes to stretching, you can save a bunch of time by stretching or holding that pose for only 15 seconds as opposed to 30. They've actually done some fascinating research on muscle lengthening. They've used all sorts of electrodes and science behind it. And what they found is you basically get the same stretch when you hold that stretch for 15 seconds as opposed to the full 30. So another way of saying this is you really only get a very slight extra benefit by holding a stretch for 30 seconds than if you just cut your time in half and held it for 15 seconds. Now, before I go, if you do enjoy this show, would you share it with someone today? The easiest way to do that would be to show them how to subscribe on a smartphone. A lot of people still don't know what a podcast is or how to subscribe, 
So if you could show someone that likes audiobooks or narration and you feel would like the show, it'd be great if you could share that with them. I thank you in advance for doing that. Thank you as always for listening. That's gonna do it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with a regular contributor, Nerd Fitness. So definitely stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.